Welcome to the Young Adult Podcast, where we will be engaging in weekly conversations around the amazing, tough, fun, weird, but extremely important and defining season of your 20s, all while bringing you more of a biblical perspective. Our goal is to dive deeper into conversations that push you, challenge you, and hopefully inspire you to begin to walk in the fullness of who God created you to be, which we believe will make you the most effective for the kingdom of God. Let's jump into this week's episode. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Young Adult Podcast. My name is Connor, and I will be one of your hosts. Joining me today is Andrew Matrone. Hello, everybody. (laughs) I'm here. Slightly delayed, as well as Whitney Bess. Hello. Guys, what's new in your life? What's going on? Let the people know. Go ahead, Andrew. Yeah, you Uh, were gone last week for our our telethon. Yeah, yeah. I (laughs) thought my whole family had COVID, but we didn't. Thank God. Uh, I'm a I'm a soccer coach for my my uh, nice. four and a half year old. I saw son. he scored a goal the yeah, other day. He scored a goal. I wasn't supposed to be the coach. But we showed up our first week, and they were like, "You don't have a coach." And my wife said, "Andrew, you should do it." And the guy was like, "Do you want to do it?" And I'm like, "Mother." <laughs> so I am the coach, and so I was planning on every Saturday going to watch my kid play soccer and enjoy it. But now I'm rallying. <laughs> seven little turds <laughs> to play soccer. And Please I'm like, tell me if I got a dangly whistle, too. No, they, they gave me a coach's shirt, and it's the ugliest, frumpiest shirt ever. I'm like, I'm not wearing it. I'm like, I wasn't oh, supposed to be a coach, on. so I'm not going to wear it. Put it on. We'll come yeah. and take pictures but of you. But Ty- Tyler Roberts' uh, wife, uh, Whitney, their son is on our team, so she's like, I'll I'll help you. So we're, we're co-coach. Okay. She's kind of slowly taking it over a little bit. And you're totally you like fine it. Yeah, yeah. She's sending out the parent emails, <laughs> yeah. and it's, it's great. So it's fun. That's awesome. What? You're still potterying? Yeah, I just learned and through YouTube. So you can okay. do anything now through YouTube. Don't get a degree. <laughs> <laughs> Save yourself $70,000. Yeah, yep. Um, have you fired any? Do you have, like, a completed piece? So everything I've done up to this point, up until actually this weekend, I've like just crumpled. I wanted to save it, but um, I don't have a kiln. So <clears throat> I've been looking. If you, anyone has a kiln for sale, hit me up. <laughs> you I have will one buy in your it. backyard. Or if you're I can 95 come years over. old and you have one yeah. in storage. <laughs> hey, I've been looking. Facebook Marketplace is a great option. But so no, I haven't fired one. But then this weekend, I made a bowl that I'm obsessed with. So a cereal bowl. It, Just to for clarify soup. For it's our for listeners. soup. Okay. Because I make a really good chili. Okay. So I need to make two bowls for one for me, one for Conrad. All right. Just yeah. we had to clarify. We're in Colorado. Um, Connor, what are you up to? <laughs> yeah, Connor. Just riding my motorcycle, guys. <laughs> I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm a, vroom, vroom, I'm a biker guy. <laughs> I couldn't be more of a poser in my entire life. You should see me try to take off in it. I look so cool, and then I try to take off, and I'm like. <laughs> okay, I got it. Yeah, that's that's yeah. scary. It's fun, though. I went on a really nice ride with Whitney's husband, Conrad, the other day. Fall on a motorcycle. Let me tell you, from the one day that I've ridden, can't beat it. <laughs> so, but, hey, we actually we have... for your safety. Yeah. <laughs> seriously, though. But we actually have something really cool and uh, serious we want to talk about today. Today, we are going to jump into the topic of social media, the good, the bad, and the ugly. What is it doing to us as people, especially people who have dedicated our lives to following Jesus? So we're going to kind of talk about, as followers of Jesus, is it something that we should have? Is it good for me or is it actually harming me? And if it's an okay thing to use, how should I use it? But 
before we dive into the uh, to the the facts and the conversation we want to get into, I want to give you guys some social media trivia um, to see if you can guess and to answer. And all you listeners, uh, play along as well. I'll give you a brief second to think about it before uh, I give out the right answer. But so here's here's the first question. As of April 2019, and all these are verified stats. Um, as of April, <laughs> they are, I'm not just pulling this out of the air. Google. Uh, no cheat. As of April 2019, what percent of the entire population on Earth is using Facebook? Is it 18 percent? Is it 25 percent? Or is it 32 percent of people on Earth that have a Facebook account? I'm going with 32. I'd say 25. Cause that's about three billion. A lot. And I feel like good. it's higher than we think. Go ahead, tell yeah. us the answer. The correct answer is 25% oh, of people. <laughs> I'm dancing right now. <laughs> you can't see. Andrew got that one right. All right. Wow. So Whitney got it wrong. <laughs> but think about that. A quarter of Earth's population is on Facebook. It's wild. Yeah. And they're all over 65 somehow. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, second question. In 2016, researchers did a, a study that showed that the average person touches their phone A, around 500 times a day, B, around 1,200 times a day, or C, around 2,500 times a day. What do you think? I'm just going to go big again. <laughs> 2,500. Yeah, it's 2,500 for sure. It actually is 2,500. They said that in 2016, <laughs> the average person touches their phone 2,500 times a day. Do you guys wow. have the answers to these? No, no. I, I promise I don't. Oh, no, I'm just a genius. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't be. This board shouldn't be by me. <laughs> All right, third question. What percent of teenagers, and so just to clarify, 13 to 19, I don't know why, but that was a part of the official stat. <laughs> Obviously, that means a teenager. What percentage of the teenagers in America have an Instagram account? Is it 65%? Is it 73%? Or is it 82% of teenagers have an Instagram account? I'm going to say the first one. Go small. 65%? Yeah. 65 Actually, it's 73 of all teenagers That's between crazy. the age of 13 and 19 have an IG account. And finally, and this is a good segue into maybe our conversation today, the final trivia for today is this. And this is officially on Instagram's website. This is their number, so this isn't made up. In 2019, Instagram generated this much money in ad revenue alone. Is it? A, $150 million. Is it B, $725 million? Or is it C, $20 billion in ad revenue alone? What do you believe is the correct answer? You know, they sold Instagram for a billion dollars, what, like six years ago? Something like that, yeah. So I'm going to say $725 million. You've watched too much Shark Tank, haven't you? <laughs> Wait, I'm trying to think your, of the value of the company. Here. What's your I, guess? Yeah. I don't know. I'm bad at math. I'm just going <laughs> to. You have three options. <laughs> I'm not asking you to do an equation. A, A. A, 150. In 2019, Instagram generated $20 billion what? in ad revenue alone, according to their own statistics. Wow. wow. $20 billion. That's insane. That is. 
So that is our trivia for this week. Tune in next week for round two. But speaking of $20 billion on social media advertisement, that kind of propels us into our conversation today about social media. We want to talk about the very real effects that social media has had on our culture, on our society as a whole, on the church, on followers of Jesus. And obviously, if you're listening to this, specifically on the young adult, professional age people, and even younger. And so I kind of want to kick this off um, as, you know, a question to sort of highlight both the pros and the cons of social media would be this. In your all's opinion, what do you think are some of the more positive impacts that social media has had on both our personal lives and as our culture and society as a whole and even the church? Yeah, I I think that it would be easy for us to assume being a believers with a young adult podcast and we work with youth as well mm-hmm. to just um, kind of jump on the train of social media is is all bad it's inherently bad um, so stay as far away from it as possible and we are going to talk about some some aspects of of that um, but I do think that we have to have some kind of balance with it and I do think there there are some there have been really some positive effects of, of social media uh, First of all, think about the how much the gospel has been able to be spread all across the entire universe. Mm-hmm. Like the four corners of the world have been able to experience and hear um, the good news of, of Jesus. Even think of someone like a, a Justin Bieber or whatever. He posts those like Judah Smith little prayer clips. And millions <laughs> and millions of people are able to hear. They, they may not take it as anything, but they're able to hear it. So, yeah. Um, Churches have been able to um, expand their ministries, and non-for-profits have been able to um, bring more money in to help, you know, feed people. So I, I do think there's been some very positive effects. Um, it's positive for people. It's been a great source of income for some people. It's been a great way to find community, stay connected with community, find long-lost family. There's, there's a lot of great things with that. Uh, it's a place to share your voice. Really, for the first time, our... Um, our world has ever seen over the past few years is that you could be some Joe Schmo mm-hmm. and yeah. get to share your thoughts on mm-hmm. current events and other people get to see that. Um, not always good, but, <laughs> but you do. It's, it is a place for you to share your voice and for you to share, share your opinions and your thoughts. And it's yeah. a place for you to, to showcase your abilities. And so uh, there's people who are extremely gifted and talented who have been um, discovered, yeah, discovered and found. Mm-hmm. And have been able to. So I do think that that God has used social media, social media in, in a really powerful way. Yeah. Um, and so I, I do think there there is some really positive effects of social media. Yeah. And I think a lot of those powerful moments are very hidden, at least mm-hmm. in my journey of social media. Um, I know for Conrad and I, we get not overwhelmed, but sometimes like, are we doing Anything of value of substance important? I think everyone asks their, themselves, like, does what I'm putting out there matter? Yeah. And does people, do people care? And I know um, there's, we were just sitting on the couch the other night and some random girl that Conrad knew in college, she reached out and was like, hey, I just want to tell you a little bit of like my story. And she actually dated one of Conrad's friends in college. And Anyway, long story short, she's married now, has a baby, awesome, great human. And she's like, we, me and my husband really want to know God. Mm, yeah. And 
just from what you've posted, just about Red Rocks Church, and we started listening at Kingdom Culture Week One. Oh, that's so cool. And she's like, we literally were talking. We want to know God's presence, and that was what the message was. And she's like, I just want to let you know, like my jaw was like on the on the ground, yeah. like we could not believe how timely this was. And so she's like, I just want to thank you just for posting of an asset, a resource. And I know for me, um, just like a personal story, like I had posted some rendition of scripture, like my interpretation of this one particular scripture. And um, this one girl, I don't know her. I don't even know her name. She reached out and she's like, hey, I just want to let you know, like my stomach is like covered in bruises from fertility treatments. And I just want to let you know that gave me so much like hope to keep going. And it was just so hidden, like in little tiny moments of, Little, little glimpses, whereas I think at large, it's very overwhelming. And of course, we're going to talk about that. But to know right from the jump that God does work through our social media. That, yeah. um, I think there's a verse in scripture that says like, where sin abounds, grace abounds all the more. And I think um, just even watching that social dilemma that I had to turn off. Like I was so overwhelmed <laughs> by it yeah. that I had to actually turn off. But I also was like, you know what? There is a lot going on here behind mm. the scenes that we don't have control over. It is a money pit. It is going to go a certain way that maybe you don't have control over. But I do believe that like where sin abounds, where there's greed, where there's um, wrongdoing, in social media that, man, grace, God's grace will abound all the more. And yeah. I believe that. Just out of curiosity, what uh, what social media platforms do you guys use the most? Because I know there's, there's like, is YouTube considered social media? I guess uh, it's, so. It's definitely like, a, I feel like community. Yeah. yeah. People, you know. Yeah. Um, is Instagram your Oh, your 100. Vice. Instagram. Yeah, and I... I I feel like being in, in youth ministry and young adult ministry, it's it's been a great way for me to connect with with people, um, people who are struggling and and, yeah. whatnot. and also to to put out there, here's what we're doing. Yeah, this yeah. Week, whatever. You know. I think wh- one of the cool things that I've I've gotten to experience, kind of like what you were saying, is you have almost like a safe way to reach out to people mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that you would never have access to before. I think. One of the biggest benefits that, and I'm terrible at this, um, but that social media has helped me with is keeping in contact with old college roommates or old yeah. friends from high school, or or maybe you know I'm just listening to some random message online and I can DM somebody and just be like, hey, that meant a lot. Like, yeah. thanks so much. So, yeah, I think that it it is kind of doing almost intentionally what it what it was created to do is to give you access. Um, to people that you might not have yeah. access to yeah. and to, to widen your net of friends and, yep. and kind of <clears throat> learn from other people. Um, mm. And there's a lot. There's a there's a lot of positive impacts I think social media has had on our personal lives, on our society, um, and even the church, like you were saying, the gospel has, has had. I mean, think about this. Think about a time if, if COVID were to hit when we didn't have access to what we do online mm-hmm. with like all the negatives yeah. that come with it we also have an opportunity i think uh, sean was saying that red rocks has doubled its attendance Reach. so to say um during covid mm-hmm. you know because we we have the ability to put out um content online and, and through our social media and so it definitely has this upside but there's also sort of and this is sort of maybe the 
the reason why we're talking about this specific topic is there is a very real, I don't, dark side, not necessarily like dark as in like spiritually dark, but I think social media is a very neutral thing Mm -hmm. um, depending on how you use it. But statistically, when social media came on the scene, there was a rise in depression and a rise of feeling uh, loneliness. They've done studies on this. Um, a huge rise in body dysmorphia issues, people feeling unsatisfied with their bodies, the way their body looked, the way their mm-hmm. faces looked um, since the creation of social media platforms. And as the prominence of social media has grown, you can kind of track. So has the feelings of anxiety and depression and yeah. dissatisfaction with appearance has grown as well. And so right. I guess I kind of want to throw this out there and really maybe this is the heartbeat of our discussion. What do you think are some of the main contributors of all the negativity that surrounds social media um, in our lives? What are the contributors to that depression, anxiety, feeling of dissatisfaction um, with our lives? And what what plays into that for the average young adult listening to this podcast? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, if, if people are being really honest listening to this, they they know that there have been there are some aspects of social media that have um, not given them life, but have definitely taken um, from them in some kind of instance, unless you're just a complete anomaly. But I would say that most people could probably, if they're being really honest, say, yeah, social media has contributed to to a negative aspect of my life, potentially. Mm-hmm. And and I think the the one that we people probably talk about a lot, um, but I think is very important, is the comparison trap of, of yeah. social media. And I, I say this all the time, but a quote from Andy Stanley, Andy Stanley said, awareness breeds discontentment. And so the more aware you are, the more discontent that you'll be. Mm. And social media has created the most awareness of everybody else's lives and the highlights of their life yeah. more than ever before. And so um, you could have a moment where you feel like God just blessed you with something. Mm-hmm. Two seconds later, you hop onto Instagram and you're like, yeah, but I want yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and all of a sudden, we begin to look at everybody else and their life, and their success almost becomes an indictment mm-hmm. on our lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I think that, that that's what's caused a lot of lot of issues for a lot of people. Of you're just you're constantly like scrolling, you're constantly seeing, and then if it's not your own friends. You go to that discover part of Instagram and you see all these other people who are way younger than you and they seem to be so much happier than you. So I I, I do think that um, comparison is is a giant issue. And and Mm -hmm. that's that's definitely been been for me. Mm -hmm. I I would I would be lying if I didn't say that's probably one of the bigger things that has been an issue for me. I, I actually had to go through a moment where I had to quit following certain pastors and I had to quit following even certain ministries because I, I ended up trying to like make myself to, to look like that or to yeah. talk like that or to make our ministry look like that. Um, and so so I, I do think that that's probably caused a, a deep level of, of anxiety for some people and yeah. some other issues. But Yeah. That's so good. Um, Jitter Smith did a message about this. I, I'll never forget. It was a couple years back, but he kind of made the um, – analogy i guess if you will uh talking about like keeping up with the joneses and how that originated was actually through um it was like 1940 comic strip um and it would be like oh you have to compete with that one neighbor that has the cars and the cute kids and the amazing house and now 
with social media, it's like we are keeping up with the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> keeping Seriously. up with the Kardashians, actually, though. Yeah, and it's through like the Discover page, and not saying that it's the end of the world if you go on your Discover page, but it just knowing going through that with the filter of like, you know what, I am seeing people's highlight reels on this. Mm-hmm. Um, on the, my one of my mentors, she had told me this was last summer. She was at the pool with her kids. And the perfect mom walks in with her kids and the cute little outfits, the hair, everything is like perfect. She's a little little picnic basket, uh, beach towels that are like probably way more than my house. (laughs) And she sets out all her stuff. Her kids are yelling, can I get in the pool? She says no. She's taking pictures and is like, okay, let's go. Doesn't even get in the pool. (laughs) Wait, for real? Yeah. And she was like, that was, that is so sad because someone's going to, she's going to post those pictures and then people are going to be like oh what an amazing mom how cute she's everything together (laughs) and she's like i saw the back of it and it was like you didn't even get in the pool with your kids you didn't even enjoy today and um i know like i can fight that temptation of like i know conrad called me out this week actually he's like (sighs) whitney you post things like you live in this fantasy world with like your chickens and your pottery (laughs) and like all these like amazing things and i'm like that is an hour of my day, being really honest. I'm like, I hope people don't look at this and be like, this is the world Whitney lives in. But right. I, that's what I portray. Yeah, right. yeah. And so it is. It's such a comparison trap. Yeah. yeah, I think that of all the things negative that social media offers, I think comparison is my biggest trap. And like you said, there was there was a time – I think I did it in the office actually, where I had like 600, I was following like 600 people and I whittled it down to like 280 or something. (laughs) And if I unfollowed you, it's not because I dislike you or think you're a terrible person. Um, Some of it was just stupid stuff I was following, but like meme accounts and stuff. But others were like, I, when I look at what you put out, I'm unsatisfied with my life and it's not their fault. It's, it's my fault. And so Kind of like what you said, I think I had to be so intentional about who I chose to follow. Um, Because for me, there's a fine line of inspiration and comparison. I can follow some people that I'm inspired by that their success pushes me to believe that God can do bigger things in my life. Mm -hmm. And then there's some people that I follow that I, I don't know why my initial thought is, why am I not that? Why am I not as far along as they are? Yeah. Um, And I start comparing callings and giftings and the race God's called me to live. And I can look at my incredible life that a lot of people would would want. I own a home, a townhome. I have a wife and a baby. I've got an incredible job. I get to preach messages that I'm passionate about. You know, statistically, I'm winning in life. Mm -hmm. And I can have all these amazing things lined up and look at one post and feel like I'm losing yeah. and I'm losing big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I think that comparison is so easy to become dissatisfied in life. And I mm-hmm. find myself using Instagram and other forms of social media less and less and less and actually feeling um, so much better. Mm-hmm. And I was I was actually listening to another podcast where they were talking about social media and they said there's this new uh, I don't know, phenomenon, psychological phenomenon that if you go, it's called a, oh, what is it? Like uh, unplugging euphoria or something mm-hmm. like that. That if you set your phone down intentionally for a 24-hour period and don't look at it, 
Um, yeah. Some people actually experience like a rush, like a high freedom wow. of like of almost their emotions not being like drained yeah. like, through a phone. And so it's kind of crazy to think of how you can have so much good in life and it be so washed away by something yeah. of somebody yeah, else. You, you have like, these moments where you, you feel like God is calling you to something or God is speaking something over you. And then and then you kind of hop into like this whole strange world and it makes you like question mm-hmm. did god really say, i don't know i think i still want that god yeah like, no. so yeah I, I do think that it's it's very very easy to to walk down that because i don't think that we and we're going to talk about this probably in the next podcast but we don't really go into social media we're, we're pretty flippant on how we approach it so like god mm-hmm. i was just so um intentional in my time with the Lord, I've been fasting, I've been praying, or I, I was so intentional with God today. And then I flippantly allowed my my mind and um, my soul to be engaged with, mm-hmm. with this whole other aspect of life that the enemy does want to use this to try to yeah. steal and yeah. destroy. So um, you can't be flippant with it. Yeah. yeah. My friend posted this just about since we're still on the topic of comparison. And this morning I read it and I was like, this is so good. It needs to be said. So um, as some random guy, he said, in regards to comparison, the only reason you should look into someone else's cup is to make sure they have enough. And I thought that was Mm. such a good filter for us to view social media through. Like I knowing before I click on the Instagram button with my thumb, (laughs) I'm going to filter this person like we were having a conversation with my friends the other day like who's your favorite influencer and i'm like uh taylor swift i don't really follow. like andrew matron yeah <laughs> jerica uh no but i know like what they're putting out is content yeah and but i'm like what are they like what in their life is like needs to be filled up Especially uh-huh. with my friends. I hope people are doing that for me too. Yeah. Like, man, I'm seeing this. Like Conrad, he's like, Whitney, I'm seeing this. You need to have a little bit more authenticity in your life, in your what you're putting out for the world to see if you want them to see this part yeah. of your life. So. Like, oh, yeah. Let me tell you about something that I think you should do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get up. We'll talk about the relationship in a few weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, though. Yeah. Tune in. Um, yeah, I think comparison is really real. Uh, and I think um, there, so I did, there's, there was a documentary that came out a couple of weeks ago called The Social Dilemma. And I remember Aaron and I were sitting down one night, put the baby to bed and we're just like, oh, okay, like this is being advertised, let's watch it. And it, it kind of freaked me out like a little bit, it, it, mm-hmm. almost in like a healthy way. It's one of the things that I think kind of spawned this, this whole idea of, of doing um, a podcast on this topic. And one thing that they talked about, and I think this can be really real because one of the biggest things they say, you know, came with social media is this body dysmorphia, disdain for our appearance. Um, and they talked about this and I looked it up, I kind of fact checked them. But in 2018, the Washington Post wrote an article called Snapchat Dysmorphia. Mm-hmm. And it was a phenomenon where plastic surgeons saw an increase in the desire for plastic surgery based on a filter on Instagram or Snapchat that people thought they looked better than. Mm-hmm. In. And then in 2016, get this, there were 66,347 cosmetic surgery procedures 
performed on people between the ages of 13 and 19 mm-hmm. to look like a Snapchat or Instagram filter um, that they that they see themselves in. And then I read, sorry, last stat, one more article said that since the creation of social media, Instagram and Snapchat specifically, one article claimed that there were 40% of uh, 40% of all cosmetic facial procedures performed were used in reference to make them look more like a filter. And mm. so I think with social media, there comes this, and we've all heard this before, this idea of like present your best, hide your worst. Mm. Um, but I think that there is this, maybe it's an over-sexualization of, of an idealistic like portrayal of yourself. And, but it might not even be sexual in the sense of like, I just need to put my best out there. Mm-hmm. And, it, and we're seeing statistically that that's, happening and and making people sort of think twice about their appearance and and Mm. become dissatisfied with what they look like i mean i don't know i guess what are some of your thoughts on that because it's it's a reality and i think that it affects way more people than we might initially think right away yeah yeah 100 percent. i uh i'm i'm the guy known on our staff for send me the picture that you are about to post to me (laughs) (laughs) preaching (laughs) because I want to make sure I feel okay. And it's not because I want to make sure I look amazing. I just want to make sure I don't, I don't have a double chin going on. So um, Lana knows like I'll, she'll send me the picture of myself. Like, are you okay with this one? I'm like, (laughs) she'll send me like four options. Um, But it's real because um, even for, I'm a, 32-year-old dad, and I shouldn't really care that mm-hmm. much, but there's still an aspect of, okay, so there's, like, thousands of people who are going to are gonna see this, and what are they what are they going to think of me? I, I want people to have a positive image of me, right? Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Nobody – it's not a bad thing. Nobody wants um, um, people to have a negative image. You, you, yeah. you don't want people to scroll through, and most people aren't doing this, but you don't want people to scroll through and be like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> they've uh, – yeah. They're in a rough season of life, or or someone from high school that season hasn't seen you in ten years. Like, oh wow, yeah, his hair is going backwards a little bit, you know. So, um, so I I think that there there is a, a level of that, a hundred percent, um, because you want to be authentic, you want to, but what you really want deep down, what we really want is we want to be validated, and yeah. we we want people to validate um our marriage, and we want people to validate our kids, and um, so yeah, I I do think that that. I see that all the time with with teenagers, but I I do feel like there might be a shift coming. Yeah. Because uh, one of my favorite things about teenagers when it comes to Snapchat, and Snapchat for teenagers is probably god awful thing. Um, but <laughs> but they they post Snapchat has kind of allowed them not to have filters. They mm-hmm. have filters, but they just like they're just sitting there with their oh you know, yeah whatever. in class. Yeah. So they so are I do getting think that, the double chin. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a good picture. So I would actually say that it's shifting a lot yeah. for like the the twenty something culture is probably would fit more into the category of what you're yeah you're explaining. I know, sure. uh, or, or probably even the thirties, twenties, and thirties. I say is probably one of the biggest. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it was last year there was a move, and Instagram almost did this. I don't. They they didn't obviously to remove likes and filters from from their like free platform because of you know, the anxiety and, and yeah. kind of messing with people. I, I even read an article about Zoom mm. where Zoom was causing people. Zoom has like a beautify me. <laughs> Does filter. it? Yeah, I well, swear. Well, and, and it it's causing people, like people to like 
feel like anxious about their like their their body and because every single day you're having all these meetings with people and you're seeing what your face really looks like. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, wow, I'm that ugly. <laughs> I'm, well, I got 10 more meetings today. Dear Lord, I might go without a video. So it's, 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 it's real, man. It's real. So, so yeah. I know as a guy, you know, this, this image idea, I'd be lying if I didn't say that when Aaron and I go out and take pictures, we take 40 pictures yeah. to find that one uh-huh. that we're going to post. Um, you know, I, I know you're pretty secure and confident in who you are, but as as a girl, do you think that you felt a pressure to present yourself, you know, maybe in a different way or, or more than you ever have, like due to, due to social media or just knowing that you're putting something out there oh, for the yeah. world to see? Oh, yeah. I mean, you'd be lying if... You didn't say like, no, I felt no pressure to be this perfect. Um, like I even, I was doing pottery and I zip tied my um, GoPro to the ceiling so I could get a picture of me doing my pottery. Then <laughs> I was like, oh wait, it's, it needs to be like more portrait mode. And then I downloaded an app so that I could make the background blurry. Like it, and why? Like yeah. what, what? And it was so that it looked better. Yeah. And I would get more likes or whatever. So, and I think that um, right now in culture, we're seeing like, did you guys see that Khloe Kardashian posted that picture? And it's like, now there's memes because it was, she like augmented her face so much that, and then there's like the real version cause she's filming. It was like a filming day. And so it's like what she actually is the same clothes, the same makeup, the same hair compared to her actual picture she posted and it is night and day and she's getting like slammed for this and it's to speak to your point is people especially the next generation are like we want authenticity mm-hmm. we don't really care what you look like yeah but and i just talking with teenagers i just preached a message about relationships and kind of brought up these statistics a little bit and we did a poll on for our girls, teenage girls right now in 2020, 98% said they feel pressure Yeah. from external sources that they're getting, I think it was like 80 something percent find all their beauty tips from influencers on social media. Mm. So this is what they're getting yeah. like fed. But then now I'm seeing that there's like kind of a rejection of it. Yeah. Like, mm, no. And then there's like the TikTok videos, you know, where it's like, what what I show on TikTok, what's actually happening behind the scenes. And it's hilarious. So I don't know. I think there is like like exactly what I said at the beginning of this podcast, like where sin abounds, grace abounds all the more. Like yeah. there will be a shift in perspective and change, I believe. Yeah, I I hope so. Because I think kind of what <clears throat> both of you are saying, and this this might be my last little point on maybe the negative factors of social media is I, I think there's a realization Influencers are given things to influence you with. Right. Like that it's not that a lot of these people just wake up one day and love this product. I mean, maybe, maybe that happens, but but you know, companies aren't dumb. They yeah. realize like, oh, this person, a cute little girl, uh, you know, a good looking dude, if I give them something and they subtly promote it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People are going to want to be like them. Um, in the social dilemma, they actually had the at one point the pre- president of Pinterest 
Um, and, th- and this was a quote from him saying this. He said, if you think that a company created an app or a platform for you to simply connect with new people and share pictures with your friends, you have to be kidding yourself. And he said, and then that's where kind of that statistic uh, in 2019, Instagram generated $20 billion um, in ad revenue and in tr- showing you somebody who wears this or uses this. And then, it, you know, we always talk about it. How did it know that I, my phone just knew that I was looking at this toothbrush or yeah, that I was yeah. looking at this type of T-shirt? I mean, yeah. maybe speak to the idea of do you think there's a reality that marketers and, and social, you know, influencers or influencers? Wow. Um, it, there's this reality that things are designed to sort of make you think that if I can just get this or if mm-hmm. I can buy this or look like this. I'll maybe be more happy. I, I guess, mm-hmm. do you think the system in, in some way, not to be a pessimist, is sort of rigged against you in that way to always leaving you wanting more? Yeah. Well, um, the what is it? The 13 to 22, 24-year-old, it's the most marketed to mm-hmm. um, not just group of people right now, but the most marketed to generation of all time. Mm-hmm. And so... Yeah, you're constantly getting bombarded with um, with new things, latest styles, latest trends, and it's it's ne- it's nearly impossible to to keep up with it. And so, yeah, I I think that there's there's a reality to like like the dilemma said, no one created any of these apps or really products. Just because they love people, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. um, I want to do something nice for people. Yeah, yeah. This, there, there's, there's a level to. This is about us making money and yeah. about a, a business. So yeah, I think that there's, we do have to go into to these knowing that that is a giant aspect of. You don't have to do it, yeah. But but if you want to engage with it, then you have to know that this is, mm-hmm. this is part of the deal. I felt like I rejected that notion so hard. I think it was that moment that I turned off social (laughs) dilemma. I was like, no one can control me except God. And then through knowing that we were going to talk about social media, I've maybe been more aware or cognizant of this is a money-making industry, and they are selling my life. (laughs) Yeah, your information. (laughs) My interest. What you view, yeah. And I have been more aware of, I mean, I was washing my hair last night and I'm like, oh, my shampoo, it's a very specific shampoo. And an hour later, I am on my social media and boom, pops up the exact shampoo. I didn't say it. I didn't look it up. I just thought it in my mind. Then I was like, <laughs> then I was like, you know what? Connor is probably right. You're right. This there is a level uh, underbelly of this industry that I do need to maybe accept yeah. as a reality in my life. I mean, as part of that documentary, even even said that there's a, there's very real. There's always like these little. Um, algorithms going on and they'll even be they can track how long you stare at a picture so like and they'll start showing you more and more of things that you stare longer at Mm -hmm. so no lie for me there's this t-shirt company that i i cannot get off of my instagram feed (laughs) and because one day i made the fatal error 
of I, I saw an ad, I clicked on it. I was just like, oh, I like the way that shirt looks and whatever. Biggest mistake in my life. <laughs> I, I I was on their their page or whatever for maybe a minute and a half. And now every third picture I feel like <laughs> is a picture yeah, of this true. of this company. And so, man, I think that um I think that, you know, this episode one of this social media talk was we're not here to say that social media is the best thing that's ever happened or the worst thing that's ever happened. Mm -hmm. I think our our culture and young adults and young professionals and even the younger generation, um, you know, coming behind us, I think we're just realizing that there's more to the story than mm -hmm. just being able to share pictures with our friends. Yeah. And so, you know, we wanted mm -hmm. to talk about that. And so with the good that comes with social media and with the negativity that we've just, you know, discussed when it comes to comparison, sexualization, beauty standards, and even the reality that people want you to buy something from them based off of your search histories that they can they can track. I guess kind of as we start to wrap this up, what do you think we as young adults need to do or maybe to know or even just be aware of to, to be responsible with this? Because mm -hmm. let's be honest, social media isn't going to go anywhere. If anything, mm -hmm. it'll evolve into something new or some new platform or a different expression of it. But I don't think that it's going to go anywhere. So how do we as young adults, as followers of Jesus, be responsible with, uh, you know, what we've been given in our phones? Yeah, and we'll probably go into this more next week, but I think that social media is a gateway, can be a gateway to some of the negative things that we're already dealing with. So you have an issue with um, lust, pornography. Well, Instagram can very easily be a gateway because it's soft core kind mm -hmm. of stuff and can be a gateway into you going down that trail in a much deeper level mm -hmm. that yeah. night. Um, you have some issues when it comes to spending. Well, social media can easily be a gateway for you to see certain things or see certain people like, oh, I, need to, mm -hmm. I need to get that. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and so, so same, same with just all sorts of issues that whatever issue that you're dealing with that you haven't really fully dealt with, that's an unhealthy thing in your life. Social media can be a really easy gateway to get you to start kind of going down that path. So that's what I've found with, with myself and why social media, um, isn't a really big part of my life, especially in this season, because it's been a gateway. If I'm feeling something inside usually social media kind of just compounds on that. Yeah. And it kind of begins to push me down some of the negative things that I'm, I'm already feeling. So, so I think that that would be, a, um, I don't know, my, my advice to somebody where you're dealing with some like really unhealthy things in your life and you feel like every time you go to social media, mm -hmm. you feel that more. Yeah. Then, then I think that you, you need to be willing to, to take a break from that for, mm -hmm. for a moment. So, can social media be a good thing? Yeah, absolutely. I really do think that it can be, and um, but not for everybody. Mm -hmm. And you just may not be one of those people, or in this season of life, it may not be the right thing for you. Mm -hmm. So, just like everything else, be be, be self aware yeah. of of how this is contributing to the negative or positive aspects of your life. Mm -hmm. um, don't just be flippant about about this and give give your your life to it mm -hmm. yeah 
I think you said it perfectly. And anything with abundance, money, social media, wealth, knowledge, power, anything that you have abundance of is a magnifying glass. And so it just exposes parts that you're like, ooh, that's like an ugly part mm-hmm. of my heart that I need to correct or fix, like um, lust or whatever that your vice is, um, comparison. And so I know I love this verse. It's in Proverbs 17, but it says like the Lord searches like the earth, but like he tests the heart. And then he's like, David, I think there's another psalm that says like, lead me in the way everlasting, like search my heart. Mm. And I think social media um, can be a, a, a tool and the weirdest way um, to say this, I'm testing this part of your heart. And if you're not going through the lens of, I want to fill someone up today. I want to be a voice for the voiceless today. Mm-hmm. I want to encourage someone today. Um, then I would encourage you to ask the Lord to test your heart and motives for why you get on social media, why you post things on social media. That'd be my advice, yeah. encouragement. Yeah, that's good. I think I think our heart behind this podcast wasn't to say social media is terrible or or you know it's the best thing ever. I think we just wanted the more and more we talked about it, the more we were just like there's a real awareness and with awareness comes responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I think we all know this deep down, but until you almost verbalize it and and process it, it causes you to deal with it right. when you're faced with it. Right. And so I think I think our heart for as a young adult, what do we need to do? What do we need to know? I, I think the first thing is just that. It's just knowing mm-hmm. um, that, hey, this can be a really awesome thing in your life or this can be just another tool um, that could potentially chip away at the person God is calling you to be. And so we're going to go in way more next week on maybe how to handle this, how to steward this. What are questions you should ask yourself when being responsible mm-hmm. um, with social media? But before we wrap up, um, do you guys have any final thoughts? Maybe there's a young adult that uh, is listening and maybe for the very first time, this podcast has made them rethink the way that they want to engage with their social media. Yeah. What's just one final thought you would give to somebody who's heard all this information and is processing and is like, okay, what do I do now? Yeah. Yeah. Do just that. Rethink it. And, and the goal of our podcast, anytime that we do young adults or preach or anything, our goal is not to tell you what to do, mm-hmm. but is to encourage you to to look at your life and look at the things in your life. And is this bringing value to me? So so maybe you've maybe you're in your twenties and you've been social media has been a huge part of your life. You spend hours a day on it for the past decade of your life, and you've never really allowed your mind to go to the place of is this really life giving? Yeah, it's really healthy. So. Take take a moment after this podcast. Maybe may just hear from God. Turn on some worship music. Begin to journal or something, and say, "Is when I leave social media, do I leave feeling filled, or do I leave feeling like horrible, or am I mm-hmm. kind of neutral? What what is it?" Um, and and allow yourself to to realize that it may not be the best thing for you. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. So that's our goal with this podcast, just to get you to to think a little bit more, yeah. and not just engage with all the things that the world throws at you without really hearing from the Holy Spirit of, is this best for me? Mm-hmm. Any final thoughts? That. that was perfect. Awesome. Awesome. Well, hey, before we close up, Whitney, would you pray for us, for everybody listening? Yeah. And then uh, 
I love to. Yeah, God, let this um, podcast just bless the young adults listening. God, I pray that our social medias can ultimately glorify you and that um, we can just reset our minds and our hearts to engaging with our social media and really being like a light in the darkness. There's so much um, voices. There's so much um, lust. There's so much comparison right now um, within social media. And so, Jesus, I pray where sin abounds, where evil abounds, God, your grace will abound all the more, that we can just be um, true Christians that just show your light and your grace and your path. Your burden is easy. Your your yoke is light. And so, God, I pray that um, we can engage with that in our social medias, God, that people can look at our lives and say, wow, um, they are healthy, whole human beings, um, just loving and serving you. And so uh, we love you. Thank you for everything that you've done um, through this 45 minutes. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us today for the Honor Podcast. Make sure on whatever platform you choose to listen on to subscribe and share it with a friend. Maybe you know somebody that's really going through some stuff and, and social media might be contributing to that. Share this conversation with them, um, and hopefully it'll be a blessing to them. We are going to continue this conversation next week with part two, um, so be sure to tune in. Until then, I uh, hope you guys have a great week, and we will see you next week. Love you guys. Peace. Peace.